Hey everybody, welcome to Camel City Chat. I'm John McPherson and I'm here with Peyton Smith, the owner proprietor of Mission Pizza. Uh, yeah. And what's the, it's Mission Pizza Nia, what, uh, what is that? Napolitano. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't have pronounced that. That's okay. All right, so Napolitano. And we're gonna learn all about uh, Mission Pizza, we're gonna learn about Peyton, um, and uh, some other things that uh, I, got, I got, you know, other restaurateurs have poked me with questions for you. Okay, I so believe I will, that. I, believe I will that. tell you who has sent me to, to ask these questions so that you can get even. Okay. All right? Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, so first question, Peyton. Where are you from and how long have you been in Winston? Uh, well, I'm from Winston-Salem. Okay. Uh, went to high school here, grew up here. Where'd you go to uh, high school? I went to West Forsyth High School. All right, Clemens guy. Um, I went to West Forsyth High School. All right. Um, <laughs> um, and I stayed here, went to college, went to Wake Forest. All right. And then I left. I was, I don't know, just trying to be like a young adult person. And um, at a certain point after maybe a few years of that, I, I don't know, I, I didn't have any grand plan. And I moved back here uh, sort of under the guise of like, if I want to embrace my adulthood and get on with it, then maybe I need some advantages. And I was just kind of doing my own thing at the time. I didn't have a, a master plan. I didn't have any friends or a girlfriend to shack up with and go somewhere. Right. So I moved back here. And um, I don't know that I anticipated sticking around here, but it's, I mean, my life is good. It's worked out, mm -hmm. so. All right, so I got, I'm gonna ask, when did you graduate from West? 94, 1994. Okay. So I would have graduated in 86. Oh, yeah. Um, I lived in Clemens West, but we moved to Winston and then I went to McGinnis. Yeah, you're just, uh, so you went with like Mike Taylor and. Jimmy Smithson. Um, yep. Yeah, of yeah, course. Uh, yep. Jimmy Hedrick, Jimmy yep. Duncan, all those guys. Yep. You're just a couple years older than my brother. You yeah. guys might have run around with each other at some point. Kevin Wendelbow? Um, and the, no, I don't know Kevin. He's a little I know older. the Taylor boys. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Kevin was, uh, I think, kicker at West back in that time. Okay, period. yeah. So Stabler's brother is uh, friends with Kevin's daughter. Okay, cool. Right, small so, world, small, yeah. little small town vibes. And you're, now, your mom taught at West? Yeah, so she taught yeah, at West. That makes, that yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Per your friend, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, my so, friend. all right, so we got that. You've been here all your life um, and, uh, you know, went away but came back. Yep. Um, What's your favorite place to eat in Winston? Now, oh my God. I'm going to assume one of them is here. Uh, I would never say that. But, but I'll say it for you because, okay. yeah, I mean, everyone should come check out Mission Pizza. Okay. It's, it's a great experience. Okay. I mean, Thanks. we got the wood right by. Look, I'm touching wood that's going to cook somebody's pizza at some um, point. Yeah, yeah, I wish it was a little drier. You're going to throw that one out now, right? No, no, no. no. It's all good. So what, um, what's your favorite place to eat? What do you like? Um, oh, man, that's a good question. Um, I like uh, some places on the south side that are not fancy places at all. Right. Um, uh, Taco Rico on Sprague Street. Um, is that uh, is that behind the gold shop? Uh, or no, that's, yes. Okay. No, it's a it's adjacent. Yeah. Okay. Love that behind. place. Yeah. Yeah. Taco okay. Rico, um, uh, El Rancho. Historically, I've really liked a lot. Right. Uh, Kermit's Hot Dog House is like one of my favorite places. Their shakes are phenomenal. Um, it's just like I grew up on the South Side okay. in a lot of ways. My dad had a business there, and so I was like a latchkey kid. Right. On the South Side, just like minding my own business, exploring the neighborhood, like at a very young age. And um, so I have kind of an affinity for the South Side. Uh, Kermit's is like pure Americana, pure nostalgia. Um, if I was gonna eat food and uh, pretend to be like an adult person, I would go to Moselle's and yeah. Yeah, Good hang place. out there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Miss Mary's, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do so. miss Mary's. I miss Mary too. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we interviewed her. She's like, "We just come. We'll do it on my front porch." Yeah. That and then I've sense. had a couple people on recently. We're neighbors. Like, Mary's getting antsy. I can. I, I'm. I'm predicting this, folks. I think, think Mary's so? getting antsy. I, I, she's got. She's wanting to do something. I know she's I always know. talked about you know Maybe. recipes and things like that. But Maybe. I don't know she what it is. She seems like. Uh, last time I saw her, she seems so good and just. Oh, she's perfect. But I just think she's happy to, and. She seems great. Uh, maybe so. I'm pushing her out on my own because we want no, to. No, maybe, yeah. maybe. I mean, there's nothing better give than her some green give chili. Her, give her some money and. Hollandaise. Why don't you. Uh, whatever that is. Green chili you know. uh, egg. Uh, what's the Benedict? Yeah, yeah. right. Um, give well, her some money. Give her a little seed money. See what happens. Well, we need to talk about that. Because you did something <laughs> interesting to get some seed money, didn't you? Um, right. Yeah, I did. So, I did. Um, all right. So, nice places to eat. What do you like to do, though, when you're not here? Um, predominantly, what do you like to do if I'm Winston? not. Um, Around Winston, what yeah. I like to do, I just hang out with my friends. Okay. Like I've, I've, the the best thing about this, the life I have and the job that I have, is it brings like just all of these people into my life, that, you know, probably a, a much different job would would not bring all these people, right? Like if I worked, so and so job, I would be surrounded by people that work the same job, right. and they would become my friends and that whole deal. Um, but literally everyone. Every demographic, every industry, every type of person from every facet of life like walks through here. And over time, I, I develop good relationships with people from all over the place with vastly different perspectives and um, different parts of the world and different things they care about. And uh, it's cool. It's, it's awesome. And so, you know, that's like, kind of my life. It's like my people. Didn't even think about this, but like, you know, if I worked in Mar, right? I'd only know the Inmar people. I mean, that But you happens. know the Inmar people. Yeah, And correct. you also know the people at Piedmont Craftsman. You know the people yes. at, you know, uh, yes. Reynolds or whatever because yes. you're interacting with them every day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So okay. it's, it's really cool. And so otherwise I spend, like I travel a lot. Uh, I play soccer as much as I can when I can. Um, but for me, the, the, if there's a theme to sort of how I spend my time and where I prioritize my energy is just like being around the people that make my life better. Yeah. So, based on a couple comments that I've already picked up on, okay. I'm assuming you were recruited to play at West Forsyth Soccer. Um, no, not at West, no? at Wake. You no, but, but you, you did, um, did you that live out that way? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I lived out that way. Okay. I, it, when, when we moved to Louisville, uh, it was like being sent to the Gulag, I have to be honest with you. Okay, <laughs> okay so I'm from um, Louisville, thanks. Louisville. Yeah. I mean, okay. as deep as it gets, but okay. when you're, I don't know, in 1988, when you're 12 and... Back then, you know, your parents, the the life of the child was not the entirety of the parent's life. Like it is now. Like it is now. Because I have a seven-year-old. Yes. Um, and so we had to fend for ourselves. Fending for ourselves in old Sherwood Forest on Kirkley's Road was very easy and very fun. Mm -hmm. And going out to Louisville, like behind West Bend Vineyard, deep Louisville by right. the county line. Right. Was Big difference. You know, it was not and, so fun for a while. You know, it's funny because when we lived in Clemens <clears throat> West... It was like going to the mall was an event. Oh, sure. Because it was like 25, it. 30 minutes into the mall. <laughs> it sounds so absurd. And people don't realize that. I mean, you know, it's like, oh, we're going to the mall today. Oh, my God. Oh, now my it's God. like, well, that's like five minutes down the road. What's going on? Right. Yeah. yeah. So we true. lived in Louisville and then mm -hmm. recently have moved to Clemens. Yeah. We're over closer towards um, uh, Center Grove. Okay, and, yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, I love it out there, but I understand what you're saying, too. I mean, you're almost in Yadkin and Davie counties it's, and stuff like that. It was that. out there, man. Yeah. It was out there. And once I had a car, it didn't matter. Right. But, 
So tell me about Wake. So you're, you're at West Forsyth, and some people have talked to you about maybe playing at Wake? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, um, I don't know. I was a pretty good soccer player when I was a kid. And so, What's your position? Uh, I'm like a traditional center forward. Okay. Like, um, yeah. So uh, I can do, I have probably a lot of, of various abilities, right. and I can play the proper game of soccer, but really my greatest currency is uh, if I'll know how to get between the goalposts, and if you pass it to me, I'll kick it in the goal. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, um, so yeah, the guys at Wake uh, wanted me to come there. There's a pretty unique situation there with uh, the two people that were, um, the two people that ran that uh, program at the time, and it's kind of like, well, yeah, this is, of course, this is what I'm going to do. It's kind of obvious. Mm -hmm. um, one of them was a very close personal relationship. The other one was like, the guy who was there at the time is basically like, for lack of a better description or, or a very good description for people in this part of the world, was like sort of like Dean Smith of mm -hmm. college soccer in a right. sense. Um, and Wake's always had great soccer teams. Um, since these yeah. guys showed up, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. You know, I'm, I went to App and, you know, we make fun of UNCG because they don't have a football team, but yeah. they always got a good soccer team. Yeah, they have. And, yeah. They've always um, had a good team. But now, so... 300 pizza parlors. I mean, when 300 did this start? at least. Um, I mean, it started kind of when I started. And, and what I mean is, like, I started basically, I was basically a professional pizza maker starting sometime in 2010. Okay. Um, and then for me, just the way I work and the things that I feel are important to me about how to operate and... Um, it's just important for me to eat. It's important for me to understand what's happening. Uh, so I would other do what, places. I would do what yeah. you do so just because I get to go to Italy. Is well, what yeah, I, I mean, it's yeah, a bonus. Yeah, it's I a mean, bonus. Like, I mean, the travel's a bonus, um, for sure. Right. And um, but if we're talking specifically about well, why do you eat at so yeah. many different pizzerias, it's because I, I, I really want to understand what's what, what's good, what's bad where's the high bar, what the spectrum of execution looks like, what's new, what's interesting, what's appealing, um, all the above. How can I help you? So now we're inside. It seems yeah. that uh, they got to work on a video camera and they want to walk around us and the highlight of it was them answering the phone behind us after yeah. we told them if they didn't talk it would be good. That's okay. You handled it well, sir. Thank you. You handled it well. I'm getting was, better. I'm getting yeah, better at yeah, these things. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was interesting. But so where we were is, is I was asking more about like the 300 pizzas and stuff like that and then yeah. you, I don't remember if we'd covered so I'll ask this question again and that was, I mean, in doing this, obviously, you're trying to find, you know, like, oh, well, hey, let's use the green bottles rather than the white, the clear bottles, whatever, you know, as an example for me being stupid. Yeah. But, I mean, did you're you talking find... About being, you're talking about being intentional. Is that what yeah, yeah. Did you about? find stuff in that and what the, and the stuff that you did yeah. find? I mean, like, I think you'd said when, when we continued a little bit, a silver bullet. I mean, what, yeah. Explain that. Yeah. So, on one hand, yeah, I, I don't know how many pizzerias I've eaten at, but it's an insane number. Um, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. And... Um, that just really started from a place where I just wanted to understand what the f I was doing. Can I swear? Well, you just did, so we're fine. Um, I want to. I want to. <laughs> sorry. I want to understand kind of what I was doing, where I was at. Like, 
I, for my personal reasons, like I want to be a high performer and I want to execute at a high level, and so I need to know where that bar is. Um, I, I don't think people understand every aspect of the restaurant, and I, maybe we can talk about that. We're restaurants gonna take a break in general? In yeah, I mean, just from waiting to tables to turns yeah. and all that stuff, but before we do that, yeah. so we're going to take a break. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question as our cliffhanger, and that okay. is, what makes a good pizza? We're going to be right back after this break, and Peyton will tell us. Welcome back to Camel Seed Chat. We are inside Mission, Mission Pizza. Napolitano. Napolitano. Yeah. See, you know, you can't, you can't teach me those big words to me. That's I okay. To well, that. you're just a Louisville boy, so. Yeah, Nap Napolitano. Um, and so we're here with Peyton Smith. Um, and Peyton and I have been talking a little bit about how we got here and how yeah. you got here. Yeah. Um, and I asked you, before we went to break, our cliffhanger question, and that was, <laughs> Peyton, what makes a good pizza? Uh, a pizza maker that cares about making a good pizza. You have been called an artist. I don't know about that. Nah, you've been called an artist. Passionate. We'll get into those uh, here in a little while. I am while. passionate about what yeah. I do, yeah. That's yes? True. Yeah. Yes. And you're that's smiling true. behind that because yeah. there's, 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 it's true. It's there's true. some affectionate nicknames and stuff like that. To, oh, of your oh, passion. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah that's we'll, true. We'll, we'll touch yeah. on that at some point. You know, the, the thing about passion is it can, um, you know, um, it can burn both ways. Correct. That Correct. burn can be uh, maybe in one direction or another. Yeah. Well, you, you, you've been. I'm trying to soften one of those and yeah. uh, enhance the other. And we'll talk other. about that, right? Yeah. I'm so, getting better at that in my age, my old advanced age. Uh, yeah. 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 So what are you like? Forty. Forty-five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're mature. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying. Have you to started mature. wearing uh, readers yet? No. no That's no, going to no. come in the next year or two. Just okay. so you know, I hate I to believe break it. it. Yeah. I believe it. So, and what's going to happen is you're going to pick something up. Like I had to go to the um, CVS or Walgreens yeah. or whatever, and I picked up something my yeah, wife like wanted me to pick up, and I went to hold it. What in the heck? I couldn't read anything on it. Yeah. All right, so really seriously, though, yeah. um, what makes a good pizza? Yeah, literally. I mean, um, the, I think it begins and ends with a person who cares about making a really good product. Is so truly love is the greatest ingredient? I mean, if that's, a, if that's the story or if that's a cliche or if that's the thing that res resonates with people, sure. I would say intent. Um, wanting to do things for the right reasons. I like all kinds of pizza, so I make a very specific style of pizza. Um, I get particularly excited about some types of pizza and maybe not so much others, but I can recognize uh, quality and intentional execution um, and, um, and sort of celebrate people who are doing, doing things for the right reasons, mm -hmm. um, irrespective of kind of what's on the plate. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I may not like, this is not my preferred style of, you know, pizza, for instance, but man, this guy really cares about what he's doing, or this woman is really into, into the style of pizza that she's making, and I can appreciate that. So, like, look, there's, you can certainly have, um, arguably, some ingredients are better than others. Um, and by that, I mean the quality and the care and the production that goes into them. Um, but ultimately, you know, like, Let's put it this way. I would rather have kind of a cheap pizza made with cheap ingredients, well-baked, well-handled by a person who really cares about what ends up on the plate than, you know, some restaurant group pizza where all the ingredients are really expensive and they're artisanal and X, Y, Z, but they, they don't know what they're doing or they don't know how to handle them properly. I would much rather have the former. 
right? So I'm not trying to be cheeky. I'm being no, I'm no, no, kind no, of being I, dead no, serious. I mean, and, across like, and that 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 gives freedom for variety and personal expression and like in the world of pizza, there's so many things um, that that encompasses and there's room for all kinds of stuff. But ultimately for me, it's a person who really cares about what they're doing. So, I mean, yeah, I build, I'm, I'm, I say I build houses, I'm, I'm starting my third one. Yeah, right. And you know, it's like, uh, everyone always talks about the foundation. So is the foundation truly the crust? Is it the, is uh, it the with, sauce? Yeah, is no, the, with pizza for sure, yeah. Okay. Yeah, whatever, and, and that means a lot of different things based on the style. Um, and, and name some styles for me, because I'm, you know, I mean, what, Chicago's one, I know. Oh, well, what do you mean by Chicago? It, it, no, I don't know, deep dish pizza, I guess, well, I don't know. Well, that's not Chicago and then style. What's, Chicago and what's style de- is actually really thin and crackery. What's Detroit? I mean, that's um, Detroit something. is like a Sicilian that's baked in a slope pan um, where the cheese falls into that slope. So it's almost like a lasagna uh, it type a crusty, style pan? It gets a crusty edge. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was born in Detroit, and I didn't even know there was oh, a really? Detroit-style pizza. Oh, yeah. It's very yeah. much a thing. Uh, yeah. Done well. It's excellent. Right. Chicago deep dish, Chicago-style, which is actually a tavern-style pizza. Right. Uh, New Haven, Neapolitan, Detroit-style, uh, Pizza Romana, Pinza Romana. Um, you know, there's a style of uh, pizza in, the, in uh, like, this weird little area of, of Pennsylvania, like mm-hmm. Western Pennsylvania, like Northern West Virginia, that's, um, I don't know what they call it, but like is it kind big, of, puffy, spongy, doughy style of pizza. Is that, you think You've more like, like the, the hand sandwich type thing, so they could take that, that pizza into the mine with oh, it? Oh, I don't know, I have no idea. I really have no idea. So uh, what? Artisanal American pizza, um, I mean. What do you cook? Jesus, New York style pizza. Neapolitan pizza. Neapolitan pizza. And what makes it Neapolitan? Uh, It's the closest. Well, I won't say the closest because that's a whole different discussion. Um, We're taking our cues and our inspiration uh, and uh, our goals are to do things in the way uh, where pretty pretty reasonably, most people can agree, modern pizza came out of sort of the Naples, Campania region of Italy. Right. So Napolitana as in from Naples, of Naples. Okay. Yeah. So... The idea of Neapolitan pizza is it's cooked really fast um, at a very high heat, which is um, really uh, traditionally only really stable. Got some video. Yeah, of that. traditionally it's only able to to be um, to be created by a live wood fire. Uh, you got three different types of heat that may or may not be germane to to people. But the point is the end product is um, soft, delicate, uh, light, bright, clean. Um, versus an American, typically American style pizza, which uh, would be baked for a lot longer at right. a lot lower temperature. Um, it gets baked harder or more sturdy, right? Right, just because of the length of the time it's in there. Um, and then you're able to put a lot more stuff on it. Right. Yeah. So now, like with bourbon, there are requirements. Yeah. With, you know, certain, what is it, there, there are certain requirements for like, uh, is it, I forget, one of the beers has, you know, these are the yeah. three things in it. You have one product, obviously, that has certain requirements, and that would do. You have an authentic, like what is it, the neat, or the margarita or something? Yeah. You have to so do. what's yeah, that? There's, uh, there's. I mean, um, some of this is, you know, some of this is kind of marketing. Smoking some of beers? It, no, no, no. It's not. <laughs> I would say there's marketing behind it, but there's very much a love and an honor and trying to um, maintain these traditions right. of doing things. I, if we talked enough, I would talk about the tradition mafia. 
and uh, in Italy that's very much a thing. Right. right. But they like their traditions, they like things done the way they've always been done. Uh, and so there certainly are kind of standard operating procedures. Um, and there are groups, I don't really um, uh, subscribe to them necessarily, right. um, but there certainly are um, sort of industry groups that would say a pizza margarita or proper pizza napolitana has to be X, Y, Z. Right. Uh, a cornicione of this type of height or depth, um, right. a pizza that's about as wide as X, Y, Z, a dough ball that's 260 grams, um, like topped with a what, certain type of tomato, or fior de latte, which is okay. from cow's milk, um, right. baked at certain temperatures for a certain amount of time. I understand all those things. I'm very well versed in them. I don't have to subscribe to them like, you know, a uh, an acolyte. Right. You but appreciate them. I but take my. I you, can take my your cues. Own, yeah. We go back to the artist. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but uh, I like the tradition. I really respect it, um, and that for me, it's a starting place, right. not an ending place. Well, if it was an ending place, everyone would taste the same. That's what I think. Yeah. yeah. So. We've got the the grill there. Um, uh, I mean, it's, you know, it's yeah. it's your wood fired uh, yeah. uh, furnace. What, what is the wood fired just an oven. oven? Just an oven. Yeah. yeah. And so we walked by. Of course, we saw some earlier before yeah. our friends came and decided uh, yeah, that they yeah. wanted to. Yeah. You know, yeah. what time y'all open? Uh, yeah. It's on the door. Um, but so well, I'm not sure if it is. Um, Evan told me. Yeah. He he's basically hanging out and doing some cleaning and stuff like that, just keeping the fire going. Yeah, um, Wednesday is our first day now because okay. we're, we're Wednesday through Saturday. So Wednesday is like so very what, long. So what temperature are we in there? Right now? I don't know. 600 degrees. And when you throw my, my pizza in, what time is that? Um, is we'll probably, yeah. yeah, close to 5 o'clock, it'll be pushing 900 plus degrees on the deck. Okay, um, and it is, how many seconds are we putting it in there for? I don't, I don't, a minute? I mean, yeah, it's probably around a minute to 75 seconds. And, and, it and depends. Yeah. It, it depends. So if the dough, I mean, the, the pizza dough is like a living thing. So we, yeah. do, we do things the same way, but it's still, there's variables that get kind of wonky or they do their own thing or, you know, a little Every bit. Every piece of wood's about the same size. Yeah, yeah, so, I, mean, yeah I understand. Um, it's not always perfect. It's not super standardized, but we say these are the parameters we want to operate in and then... Uh, can we just read the situation any given day or time? Right. The way we bake pizza Wednesday at five o'clock is not going to be the way we bake pizza Saturday at ten o'clock. Those are not the same thing, right? Because yeah. you've got the product is different, the oven is very different, lots of variables. Much better seasoned, et cetera, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Now, so all right. So let's now take me back. So we 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 come back to Winston Salem, yep. and. Um, I'm saying this, I mean, I, I already, well, I don't know if that's true, but I'm saying this, so I, I feel this <laughs> way. So I, I feel like you're one of the first food trucks around. Uh, I had a trailer with um, a wood-fired oven on it, and right. people knew I was around. Yeah, right. I wasn't really. And so how long ago was this? Um, 2010, I started doing that. Okay. So it wasn't geared towards, you know, just showing up on the corner and making food by right. any stretch of the imagination. I could do kind of community events or farmer's markets or a little fair or... Um, hey, Peyton, we're tailgating at the weight game. You yes, want to bring the trailer? we've definitely done that. <laughs> um, Spencer's uh, deal, you know, his uh, uh, semi-annual it's, sale. It's, I think, uh, you know, we're recording this and we'll record la and yeah. we'll play it later. I think it will have already happened. Okay, yeah. so stuff so, like yeah. that. And so we were definitely kind of a public present company. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so 
Yeah. So you moved from I love pizzas, um, I do the trailer, et cetera, yeah. and all that kind of stuff, yeah. to crowdfunding. Is that how you got in here? Um, I mean, and tell me a little that's bit about a piece of it. Yeah. yeah I mean, no, I, and, I, and I'm yeah. asking the whole because I, I yeah. didn't, I had no clue about that. Because yeah. you know the guys at Small Batch did that very well. Yeah, they did a good job. Yeah, with and that I mean, too. you know, there's there's names. That was up a on big off. thing. That was yeah. a big thing about that time. So yeah. this was, I mean, we were. We'll I was, about that. Yeah, I was always, um, I was always aiming to be in the brick and mortar space, and we were actually going to do that before I started this trailer thing, um, a company called Fonomoto. But um, when we got into this space, I mean, the thing about restaurants is they're so capital intensive, and um, you know, being able to kind of source cash wherever you can get it. Um, and that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, uh, and, I mean, and I was going to say this. What people don't understand yeah. is, is like, for instance, with, with uh, Adam Andrews. Yeah. When he goes into where the, um, the yeah, taco place door. was, yeah. um, what happened there was, is, you know, you can leave all the equipment and the new proprietor comes in. Yeah. But they closed the restaurant and took the equipment, so now you've got to buy all the equipment, yeah. and you don't buy used restaurant equipment normally. Not, I mean, no. Yeah. I mean, it's not really that much. It's not really worth it, to be honest. And, and it's also one of those things of where, um, you know, the difference is, is, and a lot of people understand this, I mean, you can maybe get financing on new restaurant equipment. You're paying a little bit more, but the used restaurant equipment is more of a cash type of a thing and stuff yeah. like that. So I mean, it's, ca it's cash intensive. Right. You need a lot of money to open a restaurant. Things go wrong. You, there's uh, 40 line items that right. need to be fulfilled, and so uh, part part of us doing a crowdfunding campaign was really to say to people, "This is this is capital intensive. We right. need everything we can get." Um, also, we've built this small sort of word of mouth, hyper local brand that clearly resonates with people. So, can we give them an opportunity to kind of participate in this? Thing with us, right? Um, and then the other piece of that—it's a very simple quid pro quo. So they give me, let's say, a hundred dollars um, in 2014, uh, and then I give them their commensurate value or the promised value in food and merchandise when we're open. Let's right. call it five months later. So it's so, also yeah, just a very—it's also like—it's also very. It's a quid pro quo. Well, so. yeah, I mean, and the most, you know, as, as, and as a, I always say I'm profane, I'm not at the temple because I'm a mason. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the thing there. Yeah. So, I mean, this is the most expensive thing in your restaurant because it's free and you have to pay a water bill. Oh, don't get me started right. on water. And, yeah, don't and so I want water. So if I come in and I buy San Pellegrino, you, you've got a profit there. Here, I mean, I'm there. Yeah, don't, and don't get I know, me started. I know, don't worry. I'm not going to get started on that, but I am going to ask you about takeout soon. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. what people don't understand is, is that's a great deal for me because I spend $100 with you. When I come back in, I get $100 worth of pizza. The pizza doesn't cost you $100. Probably of that, the most expensive thing would be more um, the merchandise type of stuff because there's yeah, less margin Yeah, our there. food costs are going to yeah. be commensurate, but then we obviously have our laborhead, our right. labor costs, our overhead costs. I mean, it's just a very, it's a fair deal and a good trade. I think and, it's a great trade. And there's a good, just feel good factor of people who want to support you either because they know you, they like you, either they like where you're coming from and they want to see your project in the community. It's not, it's not such a big thing anymore. That's all kind of shifted towards like pre-production retail goods. But, right. Um, it was really valuable for us. We raised like that's maybe awesome. $30,000, I think. Yeah, no, I like that. Uh, that's that's a, lot, a neat idea. Which is where, a, a tenth of our budget, basically. Yeah. 
Where the small batch guys did, you just got your name up on the wall or something like that. Yeah, they, yeah. whatever. I mean, and, you, and that's you fine to craft it however yeah. you want. But cool. but a, a neat idea because then also what happens is is when I come in here on the hundred dollars, I'm bringing my family of four, yeah. and it, you know, my wife wants pizza, I want a pizza. Oh, by the way, I got to get a T-shirt, et cetera, and stuff. If yeah. I don't blow it on that one, I blow it on the next one and buy more food. Yeah. And you're you've got a hook in in, in coming uh, in. Yeah, I mean, you sort of have people that are. You know, they're likely to be on your team from the get-go. Anyway, but this ensures it. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. So I want to learn more about how you've mastered the whole customer experience because you said you've been to a lot of pizza parlors. I don't know parlors. that I've mastered and, it. And, and I would, no, <laughs> a lot of people and, will tell you I You're haven't. never going to master it, obviously. <laughs> but I want to learn more about, you know, uh, some different things, and we'll talk yeah. about that. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Camel City Chat. Welcome back to Camel City Chat. We are in Mission Pizza, and I'm here with uh, Peyton Smith, and we're talking all about pizzas. Um, I, uh, I ask you a lot of questions about um, the pizza and the temperatures and all that kind yep, of stuff. Because, yep. you know, one night, I'm laying, I'm laying on the couch at the yeah, house. Yeah. They've got that new, that new oven thingamajigger. Yeah. And I'm looking at it. Now, you're going to love this already, okay. I promise. I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, that'd be nice. I started to look at it, and I started to look at how much it costs. And you know what I said? Huh. I can just drive to the dang pizza parlor, That's come down true. here and get it, That's and there's true. a whole bunch of pizzas I can buy here that are cooked right before I do that. So uh, that's true. One of my friends did that, yeah. um, and my wife went over and had pizza and said it was nice. But yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lead you here. You ready? Here comes. Yeah, yeah. I can come get takeout here. No. So you have a takeout. We philosophy. would talk you. I would try very hard to talk you out of that. So I want to come back and talk about the restaurant coming in, but let's go ahead and yeah. we're going to hit a, a topic. Yeah. Takeout sucks to you, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it does. Why? Uh, okay, Everyone so... Everyone does takeout, Peyton. Well, here's a caveat. Um, let's forget about the fact that we've been in a COVID world and, like, we had to transition to takeout because I want the people that work for me to eat and right. I want them to pay their bills and I want them to manage their life. If it was strictly up to me, I probably could have found another way to operate, to be honest with you. Right. But we got bills. I want to care for them. I want to make sure they're sorted out. And, you know, it's just And a not role. just here, by the way. That's something we'll talk about in the next yeah, segment. Yeah, sure, sure. You were a helper uh, and a ways. giver, yeah. not a taker a lot uh, of That's time, probably so. true. All right, yeah. so let's um, go talk about... Uh, but anyway, let's just talk about takeout in general. Takeout's awesome. Just come in and tell Pete um, that. <laughs> so there's a couple things. Uh, first of all, we would uh, try to discourage people, literally try to discourage people from doing that. Um, to an extent, we're sort of damned if we do and damned if we don't. Right. And because uh, the basics of American consumer culture is it's my money and it's my rules. Right. People that know me that have been here understand that we sort of reject that as politely as we can. Um, here's the problem. Takeout Neapolitan pizza sucks. It's designed to be light and delicate and fresh, right? It's baked for a very short time. Um, and so when you put it in a box, you've literally ruined it. Yeah, you've just literally ruined it. It's meant to be eaten hot and fresh. It's originally a street food, right? Like you would be uh, on the street side in Naples and you would order a pizza and they would hand it to you and they would fold it up in paper and you would eat it like a sandwich. I mean, it's, it's not designed um, to sit on a plate for a long period of time and not be consumed. Right. So A, it just sucks. So that means it's a bad representation of us. It doesn't really tell people uh, about our product in a way that's accurate, okay? That leads to often they're disappointed, even though ins they insisted on taking it out. Because I'm a jerk. If I say zero takeout under any conditions, I'm a jerk. Uh, if I sell you takeout begrudgingly, 
um, that I'm a jerk. You know what I mean? Like we get, we get back to one of those things that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. yeah. So and and I'm 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 overstating it. You know what I mean? But the point is, we can't really make people happy and give with a product that's not designed to go in a box, right? I don't like the personal compromise. I don't like the business compromise. The other piece of that, and so the trade of goods for services, people feeling cared for and like they're getting good value, uh, it just screws up the whole deal. I mean, American pizza goes in a box great, right? Clearly there's tons of companies that have been doing that forever. This is not standard American pizza, so we can't operate that way. The other piece of that is I invested a lot of time and money and energy in having a restaurant that requires uh, maybe 10 or 12 people to operate during a shift. I pay a lot of money per month in rent and um, there's no reason to go to all that trouble if I just want to sell food in a box. Yeah, you'll go and back send to it a out truck. The window. Yeah, I'd go back to a truck or I would buy a Domino's. Right. So, I wanted to create a space that was a really fun uh, place for people to come here, eat their food, and then go on about their business, whatever they're going to do. They're going to hang out downtown, they're going to go home, they're going to meet friends. Um, and so I wanted to create a little different something uh, in the community um, because, yeah, if I just wanted to do a very cold uh, trade of goods for services, this is, this is not the way to do it. This is an expression of our. This is an expression of us. Um, starts with me and 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 funnels out to the rest of my staff if they're here for any period of time. And so this is an expression of what we want to do, what we think about pizza or food, um, putting stuff on the plate that we would want to eat or that we want to demonstrate and show to people. Hopefully, giving them an environment that, like I said, reflects kind of what our point of view is. Because otherwise, yeah, it's just like hand you a pizza in a box. I mean, that doesn't excite me. It just doesn't excite me. And so I'm not sure why you would. Could you put a disclaimer on the box or something like that? I mean, because I know you're, you know. But We've tried, we tried everything. Yeah. Here's the thing, unless you're like, unless you have like tons of money to spend on advertising and print and some flyer you staple to every box, like right. everything costs money. Right. And we have limited resources and limited, limited bandwidth And especially during a pandemic, yeah. yeah. And to be honest, for a small company like this, I've learned that messaging uh, on a broad scale is kind of impossible. Right. Right. It's just kind of impossible. You could say to yourself, I say this all the time, it's all over social media, blah, 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 and some people just, they're not going to hear it. Right. They're not going to get the message. Um, it's kind of impossible. So you just you just do the best you can. But and take out, like, take out pastas, fine. Take out salads, take out meatballs, take out cauliflower. We got plenty of food that does perfectly fine with takeout. Take out Neapolitan pizza is not good. It's not what it's designed to do. Mm -hmm. And so um, during the pandemic, which we're still in, uh, whatever that means, uh, it was kind of crazy. But generally, as a general rule, we have not outright said we won't do it, but we literally talk people out of it and ask them, like, this will be done in five minutes. Sit here, eat it, and bounce. Right. Well, and I mean, what we were talking about in the break about me being with KNS News, yeah. I mean, the customer isn't always right. I mean, I know that people want to believe that, but it, there, there are there are um, cases. But, you know, I yeah. understand what you're trying to do there. there. I mean, there are other things that, 
that don't hurt either, and that's, hey, if you sit here, then maybe you'll get a beer, um, or, or maybe you'll do something else. Well, yeah, but, I mean, that's, that's not your intent. Your intent yeah. still is, is you are to eat the pizza in the way and manner in which it was intended. Correct, and right. the broader business model uh, requires people to come, sit down, not only eat pizza, but yes, drink beer, uh, eat some salad, eat some wood-fired veg. Right. Um, yeah, just handing you pizza in a box is a totally different business model. So when we talked earlier, um, you know, you came up with some different, uh, you said you've traveled and we've came up with yeah. some different ideas. I was, I, like I was just in Wilmington today. That's where I just came from. North Carolina? Yeah. Oh, wow. So Making wow. pizza. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and does that have to do with PeytonSmithPizza.com? Um, I mean, maybe, sort of, marginally. So, so we'll put that on the screen, PeytonSmithPizza.com. PeytonSmithPizza.com. Um, and, and what this is, is, is it's almost like a consulting business where if I decide I want to open up a pizza parlor in Boone, I can call you up well, and you'll help me walk me through it. Yeah, so, I mean, I've been doing this a long time. I feel um, like I have a reasonable um, industry authority to speak, certainly on Neapolitan pizza, but with... Um, but there's also some basics that apply uh, broadly to all categories of mm -hmm. pizza. And many of those, uh, I have a lot to provide a person who wants to learn about those things. And I don't know, I've been specifically Neapolitan pizza, I've been making it longer than uh, the vast majority of people uh, in America right now. Um, I feel like it's a thing that I like to do um, in terms of teach and educate uh, and sort of, you know, spread the gospel of, of pizza, I think. Uh, the, the great thing about people in pizza is everyone's having fun. It's kind of amazing. Um, and then otherwise, it's the biggest category in food service. Mm -hmm. And so constantly there's people that want to get into pizza. They might be enthusiasts. They might want to be owner-operators and be installed in their restaurant and do something cool and fun, but they really don't know what the hell they're doing. They might be a restaurant group that needs another concept, but they don't know what the hell they're doing. It might be an absentee operator that wants to dial in a concept that works, that he can go in the marketplace and hire someone at market rates to manage it, um, and he can otherwise go hang out at the beach if that's what he wants to do. Like That's a good way to run a business, too. There's so much pizza in the world and in America, um, and there's a lot of room for growth and development and education, um, and so, if you're starting a new business, especially in a restaurant, you need an architect, you might need an interior designer, you need a lawyer, you need a real estate agent, right? Yeah. But when it comes to the pizza, you're just going to make it make up it on, on your, your own? own. Yeah. Forget about it. I told you I'm building a house. You know what I did? I called a buddy of mine that's a home builder yeah. and said, hey, you're my mentor and I'm going to pay you something to help exactly. me do this. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do and that? And you need an engineer. Yeah. And yeah. I call him up and I go, hey, who do I call about this? Oh, call this guy. And there's already an established relationship, yes. so it's not like that. Yeah. All right, so when I come in the door here, and obviously I like... I, I, the times I've been here, I like it because, you know, it's, it's, it's not a front door that comes right in. You kind of come in, there's a little area you can yeah. wait, kind of chill out or yeah. whatever we come in. Yeah. And then, you know, you've got software to do different things. Tell me about the whole restaurant experience. I mean, can I make a reservation? Yeah. You know, can I order online? Can I do all this stuff? And I mean, I know the answers to some of these questions, yeah. but I got to get the, you know. No, no, it's great. Um, so especially during COVID, we sort of leaned a little more into some technology, which we kind of eschewed for a long time. Right. We just wanted to be this kind of place that people knew about and they figured it out and was a little unexpected. Um, so we leaned a little bit into reservations, especially the latter part of COVID when we had minimal, when we had um, uh, reduced seating and we did offer some different services. 
Um, you can order online. Obviously, during COVID, we went full order online. Uh, we throttle that back now, actually, to be honest. Um, and then the other cool piece of that is with some of the technology we're using. So you can, you can walk in, uh, get a seat. If you need to wait, we'll have you wait. If we can see you straight away, we'll do that. Um, you can order food online. You can go online. You can make a reservation. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have a couple other kind of unique experiences that are part of our service now that you can reserve a certain experience. Uh, I saw that. Cool. So I can come so, in and have the whole restaurant to myself. Well, you could. That takes a little more planning. Right. But off the cuff, like someone could go on right now and uh, sort of put down a deposit to reserve a prefix meal or a pizza casse meal right. or... So we're doing some things that are a lot of fun for us and sort of tell the story of our restaurant in a little different way, attracts a different type of a diner. Um, and so and having too. technology do that is helpful. Yeah, and yeah. corporate too. I mean, so sure. now oh, there's yeah, a sure. price out there that I can come in here and reserve the whole restaurant. And yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you can do that. That's sort of always, I guess, small independent restaurants, that's sort of always available. Um, but to tell a little bit of the story behind it is helpful, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. All right, so um, I got the takeout philosophy. Yep. Um, you mentioned a, a big box pizza company a second ago, so I, I I'll oh, jump Domino's. to that. Yeah. yeah. So is it, this is an Adam Andrews question. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. so and I, we got so, uh, yeah, but um, is it a sin to eat big box pizza? Um, no, of course not. Okay. I mean, there's a time and place for everything. Yeah, sure. I mean, look, they bring it to your house. They do it pretty fast. Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't say that it's good pizza, but it can be satisfying in lots of ways in the way that fat, salt, and sugar is satisfying. Right. Um, no, it's not. It's okay. certainly not. So it's not a sin, but you, you, you definitely recommend it. Uh, I, I would rec the way I like to spend my money right. is uh, I like to give my money to people who care about what they're doing. Right. That's that's what I, that's how I'll put that. You know, I was uh, I love YouTube. I watch a lot of YouTube, obviously. Yeah. And you, you you can see that we you're talking to me about some of the things yep. that you've seen me interview. Yep. Yep. And I'll watch there's just certain categories that I'll look at, like you know, uh, coin collecting or something like that. Okay. Or, and I also like the guys like uh, Dude Perfect or Mark Rober. Okay. That's been kind of cool to in, enjoy that with my wife of watching him do something like yeah. with the, that. But the one thing I've gotten into is some Costco stuff. It's kind of interesting. I did not, you know, well, like what to buy at Costco, what to buy at Trader Joe's, oh. you know, to try. I, we got an air fryer to try something at the house. Okay. Can't always come in here, you know, sometimes you got to cook at the house. Understood. Um, and so Costco's like the largest or the top, uh, number three of, of pizza parlors in America. Did you know that? Um, that doesn't surprise me. No, because they're serving those, I mean, you know. That's, yeah. Have you ever seen how the pizza gets made? I was going to ask you, have you ever seen how the pizza gets made? It goes on, a, hmm. they put it on a turntable. Everything's weighed out, the yeah. dough, they spread it out, they, they have put it a on the turntable, yeah. and it spins around in a little, like a The ketchup a, a nozzle, spray, Wendy's like yeah, thing, yeah. A spray of tomato. Yeah. I mean, look. Pound of cheese, has to be a pound of cheese, has to be like a it's certain number of... probably two pounds of cheese, yeah. I swear to God. I mean, look, there's fast, convenient food everywhere. That right. is not what we are. Right. That's not what we aim to be. We can be fast and convenient food it, before 6.30 and after 8.30, we're pretty fast and convenient food if that's what you need. Right. Um, but that's just not what we're designed for. No, but it's, it is interesting there's other options out there. Yeah, listen. All right, pizza, so I want to talk pizza about... Is, pizza is 
it's the biggest category in the food industry because it's the easiest thing to commodify. Uh, and the costs, I mean, the costs are fairly inexpensive oh, in the sense. at a place like Costco? Oh, my God. Yeah, like I mean, their, you, their yeah, food So cost? we're talking, yeah, we got flour, oh you got water, and, and that. Where you start to get it is the cheese and stuff like that. But even, I mean, the level of the amount of stuff they're buying, gosh. Yeah. Their food costs have got to be All right, he's, crazy. he's telling us we've got to take a break. All right, let's take a All break. Right, so we're going to take a break. When we come back, um, will you... Can we address like some some nicknames or things like that? Sure. All right, yeah, we'll fine. address nicknames because that uh, you're yeah. passionate artist. Um, and then um, what else? Oh, we got to talk about eating local and yeah, some of the things do. you've done there. Your T-shirts and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Cool. We'll be right back yeah. with more Camel City Chat. Welcome back to Camel City Chat. I am here with none other than Peyton Smith, <laughs> affectionately known as the Pizza Nazi. Uh, what is up with that? I saw a meme. Um, and it, and is that that's something people call you because of the Seinfeld thing? I wouldn't say they call me that, but that has I've heard that it's out loud. It's gotten back to you. And there's you know I don't know a couple hundred people like the meme about it. Mm -hmm. um, I get it, right? Like on one hand, the 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 piece of that that's like very clear and obvious to people is I can get prickly when um, I think things. I think there's a certain way to go about things. There's a certain way to do things. Uh, we've talked about this before. I don't personally believe that just because we're trading money that it's all about what you want because this is a personal expression, okay? This is also an expression of a thing that uh, not very many people understand, but I understand it at a high level. And so anything that you understand at a high level and other people don't understand it and uh, try to explain it to you or... No, what, you, listen, listen, yeah, right. You can get a little prickly sometimes. Um, when you don't let people, when you tell people, I'd rather you not uh, sell take, I'd rather not sell you take out pizza. When you, when we tell people, <gasps> when people don't like our pizza, but I've made it perfectly. And I say to them, you know, maybe this pizza is just not for you instead of groveling or apologizing or giving their money back like I just say you know maybe this pizza's not for you right that's a very uncustomary way to behave around here in the restaurant space if you were from Chicago city right. of Chicago New York any kind of any big city sure you can you you still have Applebee's and Outback and they'll give it to you the way you want it that's right. what they're designed to do but there's plenty of places that you would interface with that you understand that there's another type of establishment in the world that is doing things their way. And if there's a disagreement, then there's a disagreement, right? Right. And maybe the consumer who's used to asserting their influence with their money is gonna feel wronged. That doesn't mean that the proprietor is being a jerk. It just means that we see things differently. In Winston-Salem, frankly, that's not a thing. Right. And so we're a very, uh, easy demonstration and I'm, kind I'm of writing a, down and kind of, words and kind of a clear target unique for people to go why aren't they why aren't they just doing what we why aren't why don't they give us what we want well because right. I'm not here to give you what you want I'm I've here to do system. what I want I'm here I've to got do a what system. I want you either like it or you don't yeah yes and no harm no foul right but when people try to give you your money and you say I don't really want your money on, w under those circumstances they get they can get really bothered but now the pizza Nazi thing is just cheeky, funny thing, yeah. and I get it. It's fine. It's so cool. uh, you remember Billy Goat Tavern, uh, cheeseburger, cheeseburger from. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, fun fact: 
they rent their space from the National Association of Realtors. Oh, yeah. That's We're in Chicago. Funny. So we had breakfast mess up or whatever, so yeah. they just sent us downstairs. So I walk in, and, of course, a really nice guy owns it. Yeah. And, you know, um, but you can tell. I mean, it's a system. And, mm -hmm. I mean, like 24 of us walk in. We were all seated and eating within, like, about right. 10 to 15 minutes. Right, right. Crazy. Taking money and everything. Yeah. But I'm like, so what do you think about this? He goes, oh, you got to do this. I'm like, okay. You know, yeah. and that's how I order my food. Like when, you know, how you want your steak cooked? I like medium rare, but you know, how do you do Chef's it? choice. You know, especially yeah. with tuna or no salmon's a big yeah. one. I was like Chef's choice, and they're like, what do you mean? I said, that person is trained to do it. I'll eat it how right. they they they, they want to express yeah, right, themselves to right. me. Like I, people that like pizza a certain way, I don't begrudge them. I don't think there's something wrong with them. I don't think they're jerks. Like none of those things. I have a personal expression of what we're trying to do here of the space we're trying to create, of the ways we're trying to um, uh, show something to people, maybe open their eyes a little bit. Um, the other piece is we're sort of representing a remarkable food culture that is incredibly unique and incredibly robust. Um, and I'd like to do it right. And so if we just don't see eye to eye, then me personally, I don't get bothered. Um, it's, it's, it happens. Um, we want people to enjoy their time here. If people don't like the pizza, we can guide them in other directions. Um, but on average, people that want pizza the way they're used to getting it here, and that's the only reason they're here, we're probably just not going to see You do have a following. Uh, yeah. we, we have a very robust um, um, group of loyal, uh, regular guests. It's regulars all the time in here, yeah. constant. So... There is something else you're passionate about yeah. that people could consider you a softie on. Oh, God. Yeah. What's that? The people that stuck with you through the pandemic. Sure, yeah, sure. I, did you collect money? Peyton, did you collect money um, from other restaurants? Well, uh, people? Did you, you yeah. know, you did uh, t-shirts of eating local with different restaurants' names on yeah, it? What's wrong yeah. with you? That, you, um, can't be the, you can't be the mean guy and do something nice. So tell me about what you did to try yeah. and make things great yeah, for yeah. Um, uh, people working. You know, I, I sort of very quickly, um, in my mind, thought this was going to be kind of foobar on all different levels. This mm -hmm. like this will be inconvenience for eight weeks, like not a chance. It was pretty clear to me that a lot of people's lives were going to change in a not very good way. Um, and a lot of things were going to disappear and a lot of people were going to lose their ass. And I was very, very concerned. And also, I'm kind of, I'm in a fortunate uh, place. Our business uh, operates really well. Um, we're probably not at any great risk to disappear. And so um, I was really focused on other people's needs, uh, especially at a time when no one really knew what was happening. There was no real government support or plan at that time, but everything felt like a fiasco. Mm -hmm. uh, we put together sort of a t-shirt campaign, made a bunch of fun shirts in order to both highlight any variety of local places, um, raise some money, and then we just spent that money in the community. Mm -hmm. uh, we gave people uh, restaurant gift cards, um, Amex gift cards, um, because everyone had lost their job, no one had benefits at the time, um, and people were cash poor. Like, they needed to pay their bills. We, um, after our expenses on the t-shirts and and then, of course, people just gave us money um, to redistribute. They trust us, and I appreciate that. We probably redistributed uh, somewhere right under 
$10,000 in aid. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was cool. You know how I found out about it? Adam told me. Oh, yeah. Because I think I mean, uh, they, uh, uh, Young Cardinal or somebody gave you some money for it. Uh, Adam did, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, he, I hustled a few restaurant operators. Jen Smith maybe gave me a thousand bucks. Adam right. gave me uh, almost a thousand bucks, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just like, people need help, yeah. and we need to help them. Um, it's not a lot of money, but it's something. Every little bit helps. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So let's before we close up here, I, I've yeah. got to ask you the question, and, yeah. and you're a prime example of this because, you know, if if I approached you in in the the '90s and yeah. said you're going to open up a pizza parlor down there, you would have said I'm not even driving down that street down there. Yeah. So tell me where you what, what, what do you like about the changes, or where do you want to see Winston go now and and coming up in the next ten years? Uh, say. Yeah. So, on one hand, I think. Um, we're sort of at an inflection point maybe. Certainly there's a lot of growth and a lot of changes in downtown on average. Um, Trade Street in particular, I like a lot. Like Trade Street has a cool, independent, kind of funky vibe, right. eclectic vibe. Um, the business operators on Trade Street are here all the time. Vivian, Stephanie are here all the time. Kathleen's there all the time. Uh, Opie, Philip is there yeah. all the time. Like. So they're very, uh, everyone is very invested in their business here. Uh, that goes for the retailers and the yoga guys, and that goes for everyone. Right. Um, we've seen really good growth on this end of Trade Street recently, so that's been really encouraging. Um, and so... The artwork's helped. You know, Mary's... Yeah, we got a bunch of cool art here. You got yeah. the we got a bunch of cool. We've got a yeah. great mural back here. They've got some over there. The park over the there. The park's really cool. Yeah. Um, so we're moving in a good direction. I think, um, I think the biggest, the next hurdle uh, maybe for us is just to find ways to encourage and or incentivize uh, and or create the right conditions that more people, because really it's, it's a loose conglomeration of a bunch of private property basically, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard to curate that um, unless we can create a critical mass of, of a culture of, yeah, people doing their things, people like me who say, I'm going to do it my way. And if if the world looks at us um, and says, oh, they look like they're successful, maybe I can now go do my thing and do it my way, and if I scale it and size it properly, like that's the kind of maybe the next step is to continue to reinforce and encourage sort of just the personal and independent spirit of people that want to say, hey, can I do this thing? Hey, this looks encouraging, I can try this. And then the second piece of that is um, showing to the broader public uh, of Winston-Salem, which probably on average is used to things a certain way, that, hey, instead of celebrating what we're accustomed to, mm -hmm. can we start to celebrate things that are novel, that are interesting, that are done with intent? Maybe uh, they're different and they bring variety, um, and that in and of itself is a good thing. Um, can we start to maybe celebrate um, the intent and the execution and the perspective behind a given project, that would be really cool. I think that's a little bit of a hump that we're still trying to get over. And that just takes people and time. That's all it takes. And COVID doesn't help. I mean, come on. Right. So. so I think I'm going to get you, I'm going to let you out of a question. Yeah, why? If you want me to. Well, no, I mean, uh, so I think you're an artist. Okay. And I heard that from the ladies next door. So that's kind of cool. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I think you're passionate. That's true. You're unique. 
probably. I think you love Winston-Salem. I do. All right. I have my qualms um, with Winston-Salem, but yeah, I do but, love it. Yeah. Like, I mean, any, like anything you love. Let me tell you something. <laughs> They've done some stuff here recently in real estate that I, I'm like, you throw, I'm throwing up the hands going, what are you guys thinking? Yeah. But uh, have somebody say something bad about Winston-Salem and then, yeah. you know, gloves are off. Yeah, so yeah. What, do you, what do you want to be remembered for then? I'll ask it for you. Oh, what do you mean? Like I'm not uh, meaning I'm not meaning it to mind. No I'm just saying, you know, yeah, just you know, if if you could say, hey, when I, you know, when I uh, leave Winston or I, you know, whatever, what um, you want to be remembered for? I mean, given that the tenor of our conversation is like how I do my thing within the broader community, I would say uh, I'll lean in that direction and and simply say that I I would a big part of uh, the reward that I get in doing what I do, and that might even be being a pizza Nazi at times, right. is being able to show people, like, you absolutely can do it your way. Right. Like, um, you know, you don't have to sell uh, chicken Caesar salad. You don't have to sell chicken wings. You don't have to sell 8,000 different things. Like, you don't have to go out of your way to appease everyone in a way that makes you valuable to no one, right? right. Like. If I can sell this style of pizza and kind of be perceived as a jerk to lots of people, and that's okay, um, I would like it would be a, a, I get a lot of value and personal reward in saying I think we can be kind of a role model for people who want to take a personal risk to do something they love to hopefully make their life better um, and find a way to make their life work um, and do something that they care about, and then. Uh, enhance the community, you know, little pieces at, at a time. And so we're, I'm, I've been really fortunate that we're able, that we have the freedom to do what we do. Um, but that's another reason why, like, I need to know what's good. I need to perform at a high level. I need to be consistent. Like, so yeah, it, if we could, if, if we could be a, a model to people, like, that want to take some risk or want to do their thing or want to uh, want to express themselves in the community but aren't sure how or maybe don't have enough examples that it works like it can work huh? you got to be smart about it well i don't i don't think any innovator followed the path that was in front of them i think That's they created their true. own so yeah I, uh you got a, a, a successful restaurant you got some customers <laughs> uh, that know love trust you with their pies that's so true I don't, yeah that's i don't true. think that you know I, I think that's as you said that's just kind of a funny there but um, so we go to missionpizzanapolitana.com. That's yeah. missionpizzanapolitana.com. Yeah. And I uh, want to thank a friend of ours who sponsors our show a little bit. That's Jeff Smith, Smitty's Notes. Oh, yeah. I know you know him. Yeah, yeah, he's I a told great him, guy. I said, he, was, he said, oh, my gosh, I was watching an episode, and I, I got someone I want you to interview. I said, well, I'm getting ready to interview Peyton. He says, oh, yeah, good. Tell him I said, hey. Oh, he's so, a good dude. He's a good dude. Yeah. So um, I thank you for your yeah, love thanks, of Winston. Oh, yeah, I thank thanks. you for, for this. Um, I will, I've, I've been in before and, and, and never met you before, so it wasn't like you don't come in and go, hey, I'm John, nice to meet you. Yeah, right, right. But um, so we'll come in and, and, and get a, a pizza. But uh, before we go, I, I have to do it to you, and that's, folks, uh, thanks, Pey Peyton, for being here. But make sure to stop by Mission Pizza and order some takeout, right? Yeah, no, exactly. No, yeah. but, I mean, you have a lot of stuff on the menu. Check it out. There's some good thanks. stuff. And, you know, uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you, and I'll ask you off camera, yeah. is... You know, when I come in here, what you know, what what's your favorite dish besides pizza? We'll close with that. that you know, what's um, Evan smokes the pastas. He just crushes them. So and meet um, Evan. He's fun. Yeah, he was a nice guy. He's a great guy. We have really good people here. He's kills the pastas. Cool. Yeah. 
And then, and I think you've alluded to that. Mission Pizza is successful not only for your inventions and things like that, but your wonderful staff. Yeah, our yeah. people are really great. Cool. We'll be back next Thanks. week with more Camel City Chat. Thanks again.